I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, welcome to The Sportive. It's episode 29. We're recording this after the Vikings game. So this is the Vikings wine line edition of the Sportive podcast. Vikings lose 34-24 today to the Lions. It was probably not a good game after Adrian Peterson went 78 yards on the Vikings' first play from scrimmage. After that, it was more or less downhill. So we're going to commiserate about that. And at the end, we'll probably all just slit our own throats and bleed out into the tub. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. uh, Clarence is on the line. Say hello. What's up, fuckers? Uh, Brandon has a new microphone, so when he says hello, you're gonna you're gonna hear every nuance, every syllable. It's just beautiful. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Hope you're feeling fine. <laughs> Your voice kind of break in the middle of that there. Just started going through puberty. Yep, that made it perfect. And Stu is also with us as well. Hey, sports pals. Um, the first thing I think we probably have to talk about is Christian Ponder and how he was responsible for four turnovers today. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was. Can we say that any yep. of them weren't his fault? <sighs> no, I think those are all. Uh, boy, I uh, maybe we can one, say one that those I think one of those interceptions he could say was on the receiver, maybe, but you know, I don't know. Can we say anything good about Ponder's performance today at all? Nope. I didn't see anything. Nothing professional. He did did nothing to make Clarence seem anything less than clairvoyant. Yeah. He was 18 out of 28 today. Um, 200 and something yards. How many many yards did he have? 230. 230 yards. He also rushed four times for 12 yards when he looked at the first progression and then panicked. Um... The Vikings were 2 out of 10 on third down today, which is awful, which is just no, straight up awful. Um, I At a, one point, I think they were over 5 or over 7 or something like that, basically when the game was in the balance, and then they got a couple late. It was just, I mean, it's just plain terrible. And that, you know, that doesn't even take into account a number of throws he made that were bad throws but were caught by receivers. There was one that was a sort of a back shoulder fade, except it turned into a back knee fade. 
that I think Greg Jennings went down and got. Yeah, that was a great catch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was an excellent catch, and it was an awful, awful throw. Even the one deep ball, the <laughs> the NDTB, as we say, mm-hmm. even the one deep ball was actually not thrown very well, but Simpson made an unbelievable catch. And Jerome Simpson yeah. did have a pretty good day. He had, what, six catches? If, for you're looking for, yeah, if you're looking for any silver linings from that game, is that Jerome Simpson had a really decent game. Yeah, but, but boy, you got you've got to be looking for silver linings to yeah, feel good about anything from that desperate. one. Because, but let's, let's bear in mind, Detroit had like seven touchdowns called back. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they set a world record for touchdowns later called back, either via penalty or review or just penalty. Uh, if any uh, one of the things, one of the things those those overturned touchdowns overshadow is. The pick six that Ponder threw right to the Detroit guy, oh, and yeah. he dropped, and yep. he dropped. He would have been gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he was. The thing about it was the Ponder was so bad that you forget about things like that. Yeah, uh, and the pick six that he threw that Damakon Su got called back by throwing a late yeah. block on John Sullivan of all people. <laughs> John <laughs> Sullivan stuff like that because he was so bad that you forget about the times when he was incredibly bad, but he got lucky. <laughs> If you Terrible line, and lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Nice if you line job, up yeah. every player on the field, John Sullivan is going to come in the bottom mm-hmm. ten in sprinting mm-hmm. speed. And yet, I don't know what Ndamukong Sue's deal is, but he is—he just can't help himself from getting personal fouls. That was yeah. um, particularly egregious because yeah. it really hit the trifecta of dangerous, cheap, and pointless, and completely pointless unnecessary. Is the key. <laughs> so pointless. The guy was six yards past him. Already John, Sullivan is, he's, John Sullivan's not going to close that gap. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's just uh, not going to happen. No. So is that is that possible to suspend him at all? I'm not saying like he will get suspended, but it doesn't seem like it happens very often for just plays like that. But he definitely should be, right? Yeah, That's it like a be. really, really, really and cheap. And yeah. again, you shouldn't have done it. Like there was no football reason to do that. And it <laughs> I mean, and he's got a history a too. Repeat, yeah. yeah. He's a yeah. repeat yeah. offender. It's not like he's, you know, one and done. Recidivism. Yeah, I like that. Word. He bas- at this point he basically they should just the league should just escrow his entire paycheck and then just give him whatever they think is reasonable. Like, yeah. oh, you earned about ninety percent of the paycheck this week. We're going to keep the other ten percent and donate to the school children and educate them on the ability of not biting an opponent while they're in the bottom of a pile or whatever. I'm really glad he's uh, not on the Vikings. Yeah, he's an awesome player, yeah. but. I don't know what his deal is. Boy. My God, he'd be so frustrating. Yeah. I can't imagine the uh, the talk radio. I can't. Well, so Brandon, what I'm wondering is if John, do you think we can draw? He's, he's a somewhat of a parallel between Donkey Kong Sue and Matt Cook. He, Cook doesn't have the talent level, yeah. that Sue does. But actually, I, I can I can give you a pretty good parallel. Clay Matthews. Yeah, that's actually oh. a fairly good parallel. <laughs> There you go, but he's white, so nobody cares. Yeah, and he's no, got a that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, he tackled Colin Kaepernick by his head out of bounds. But you know, if that had been Sue, there would have probably been an armed gang out to <laughs> get Tomac and Sue. But Matthew's probably got four more commercials just for doing that. Yeah, because so. he plays hard and he has long hair or whatever. Yeah, I know exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. So that's the one thing we can take out of today's game, out of Ponder's game today. The one thing that was good was that the Packers lost. That, yes. that, that's really that it. That's yeah, I mean, all I can take out of today. Yeah, my concern, I was just, what, what would a good team have done to the Vikings? No kidding. Oh, oh boy. Seriously, oh. Six, 60, 60 points is probably not 
no, out of the question. No, it would have been would have been like Michigan versus the Gophers in the early 80s, or Nebraska versus yeah. the Gophers. Yeah. It would have been 84-13. 80s. could happen. Yeah. yeah you know? I mean, we're, com- we're complaining about Pondry here, but my God, that defense. Yeah, that defense is yeah. a bad defense. That's the middle. They miss Kevin Williams, clearly. They miss anybody that who can rush a passer or cover a receiver. How long is Williams out? I uh, don't know. Maybe another yeah. week or two? Hard to say. Huh. Well, I wouldn't track Greenway turn 50. I was, I, know. Just gonna, <laughs> I was just coming off my tongue. Was Man, did he age quickly. <laughs> because Ricky Bush ran by him like everybody re- used to run by Jeff Brady. I, yeah. mean, oh, was, I knew there was going to be a Jeff Brady reference Reggie, today. So, so Reggie Bush happy. running my by God. is one thing, but uh, you know, Reggie Bush will run by a guy. That's one thing. It sucks that he yeah. ran by him. But that, that fuck, what's that bell? Joik. I forget his first Joik. name. Joik. Joik. Jesus. Joik. Like, he fucking ran by him like, like, like uh, Greenway was waiting for a fucking bus. Like he's just standing there, you know, yeah. just standing on the street corner. Chad Greenway is two steps late for the bus, and it just blows by him. <laughs> he just fucking ran right by him. The fuck are you doing? He just ran yeah. right by him. Hey, how's it yep. going? Rocket ship. Right I was going to say, besides, it really came down to the linebackers today being yeah, the worst, it really, right? It really because, wasn't the, yeah. Calvin Johnson finished with 37 yards, so yep. it's not on the secondary. Nope. I mean, there was no. bad, the secondary didn't play great by any means, but it was those passes over the middle, just or like screens. I mean, it was, that was not, it was, the secondary wasn't really the issue on defense. It didn't seem like the cornerbacks played that badly. It was just the linebackers, and I yeah. saw Harrison Smith get burned a few times, too. It looked like he yep. was... Uh, a rookie a about bit. to get cut. That wasn't good. No. But he hit, still hits pretty hard. I, he just had a yeah. few bad plays. But I think linebackers yeah. and safeties because it was the linebackers, my God. Bell and that, who was that dude, that uh, the tight end for them, that celebrated like one of the most embarrassing dances I've ever seen? Yeah, it wasn't oh, Christian uh, Foria. Joseph, For- Joseph Foria, the other Foria. Yeah. The other Foria. The well-known Foria, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Those are the guys who killed him. That was confusing because yeah. I thought it was Christian Fourier. I was like, "Why is he celebrating so much?" Because nobody's seen him since 1999. <laughs> exactly. <or? laughs> I'm not dead. He just I'm got out of prison. <laughs> but it wasn't him. It was Joseph Fourier, who nobody knows who that yeah. is. So he looks good, Boy. man. Yeah. All right. I'm trying Boy. to find. I'm trying to find some positives. So here's the positives that I got. Number one, Blair Walsh made a 52 yard field goal that looked like he kicked it from about 30. It yep, w- yep. landed it about it 30 net. feet up in the net. Starting with the kicker. This is a great, yeah, great exactly. sign. <laughs> yep. yeah. And it gets yeah. worse from here. Number two. Paul Spielman's a genius. <laughs> he, he drafted Walsh. He's a fucking you genius. Um, he drafted a kicker. Cor- Cordero Patterson really didn't have a chance to return kicks, but the one time he looked like he really had some explosiveness, then if he hadn't gotten tripped up, he might have scored. Yeah, I wrote yeah. that one down too. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Thanks. You know, Cordell Cordell Patterson also caught one, caught one pass for ten yards. So way to get him involved, Christian Bonner. It looks like uh, on that pass too, he looked like he's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. The same number of targets as country music superstar Zach Line. So <laughs> that's really a you know an, an impressive thing. Adrian Peterson, I guess, had one carry for seventy eight yards and then seventeen for fifteen yards. Which I guess is a little bit disconcerting, but what do you expect when you can put fifty-five guys in the box and it doesn't really matter? Yeah, because... it was it was all eight eight or nine man fronts, and Ponder wasn't able to make them pay for it. I know that people have been talking. A lot of the uh, the uh, um, advanced stats guys have been talking like you have a season like Peterson had last year, and you look at the guys who had seasons like that that were similar, and every single one of them so far has been terrible. The next year, I mean, brutal. Um, so I was nervous, like, 
what does that mean? Is he just going to look washed up immediately, or is he just going to have lost like a quarter of a step that you can barely notice? Um, so I still think the jury's out on how you know how explosive he's going to be this year compared to last year. But um, I don't know if you can say that though. That first run was epic. That was a classic Adrian Peterson run. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, but it's just one, right? Well, that, it's just one. It's one just run. one, but it's one in a special. It's one, one in a special way that Peterson can do. One. Peterson can do that. And nobody else can. That jump cut in the hole that makes a guy miss, yeah. and then two seconds later he's outrunning everybody on the field. The nobody else can I, do that. The only optimism yeah. I had there, I, I hear what Brandon's saying about nobody's ever done it before, but nobody's ever come back from ACL that quickly either. I mean, he just he does things that nobody. That's the only hope I had was that nobody had come back that quickly from that knee. Yeah, injury. he's a superhuman. I mean, he's just so – you hope that, okay, he is just completely unique from anybody else. Yeah, and I'm definitely not putting stock in the – because there's only, like, you know, seven other guys who have had careers like that. It's such a small sample size. But sure. it's still something that I'm a little nervous about, and I for sure was not going to draft him for my fantasy league no matter what just because of that. So Sure, I can understand that. So the main positives from the Vikings game are that, A, the Packers lost – I guess the main negative is that B the Bears won and the Lions won. So, yeah. Well, I think um, when this team gets Jared Allen back, um, they'll, you know, that'll be <laughs> yeah. a big boost. Yeah, yeah. Huge. You talk about guys who are 50. I mean, Jared Allen was not that great last year. He wasn't that Well, he had three. He knocked down three passes and had a sack today. Well, knocking down three line, passes means that you're getting no penetration. You're just jumping up at the line and trying to bat things down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I have two other positives. I thought, and I could be wrong, but I thought Rhodes and Cook played well. I didn't see them getting burned like crazy. Again, like the wide receivers didn't have great days. Yeah. So no, they're not yeah. terrible. No. To be fair, Calvin no. Johnson caught two touchdowns that were reviewed and found to be not touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So That's very true. <laughs> um, but they didn't look like they were overmatched too poorly yeah. um, or too badly. Um, my other one, my number one biggest positive is uh, good-looking unis. Yeah. They're, yeah, sort they're, of, they're sort of a they're modern version of the old OE uniforms, yeah, which be- is good. They're better than the last few years, not as good as the original. Yeah, I think we all would have liked it better if they'd just gone back to the back, old school yeah, uniforms. Go, but. go back to the ones that they had in the 60s, 70s, 80s, most of the 90s. And I wasn't even alive in the 60s and the 70s, so I'm not nostalgic for a time that never was. It They just looked better back then. Clarence was in his mid, mid-30s then, right? Yeah. How, how were yeah, the jerseys they... back then? I mean, it was black and white, obviously, but... <laughs> yeah, back at the old Met Center, you know, or at the old Met Stadium, uh, those unis were solid back in the '60s, um, before uh, you know Nick, you know Nixon and that chicken shit Johnson ruined <laughs> yep. America. Um, yeah. And then, uh, then along came hip hop, and my God, it's just been downhill ever since. Well, first, there was disco. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Tell me oh, about those it. glory, those glory years of the '50s. Stu, are you are you old enough to have gone to Met Stadium? Um, for the Twins, I did. Yeah. Do you have any memories of it? Yeah. What are your memories? I heard of? Uh, the very first time I heard the word "motherfucker" was from Disco Danny Ford as the ball <laughs> got past him down the left field line. No way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were there with we were there with our church group, and uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it would have been uh, probably 77, 78, if I had to guess. And sitting there in the general admission left field bleachers that were roughly analogous to the uh, home run porch at uh, Target Field right now. And sitting on the metal bleachers, ball gets right past the non-line. Motherfucker! 
<laughs> yeah, it was great. I'd never heard that swear before. And I live, and I live with Howie. So, I mean, it was, you know, I, I, you thought I would have heard that one by then, but, um, Huh. No. So yeah, I, I had to, I went to like I want to say four to five games at the uh, old Mets Stadium. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm old. That's what that comes down to. But never saw a football game there. It's probably for the best. My my understanding yeah. is that he was pretty bad for football. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, my understanding is that it's pretty bad for baseball too. But probably not. I, never yeah, went I, to, I don't remember. Again. Yeah, it was. If I can, I, I, I can. I can say that I was. Well, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for yeah, throwing out go. your old man knowledge, Stu. Yeah, that's what I do. That's <laughs> so, all I got. That's another positive from today's Vikings game. Disco Danny Ford was involved. Yes, correct. All right, do we have anything else that we want to say about the Vikings game, or should we just pretend this never happened and then ignore the rest of the season? Um, We can maybe add that uh, there's a really good chance both the Vikings and Packers will be 0-2 after next week. Who do the Packers play uh, next week? They've got the Redskins at Lambeau, and if RG3 decides to be awesome, you know, and there's those games where he'll just win by himself, mm-hmm. you know. And the turf at Lambeau is a lot better than the turf at the Redskins field, so that's, you know, something. And uh, clearly the uh, the Packers defense spending an off season going to night school to figure out the 49ers <laughs> offense really didn't help out. No, that didn't work out. Kaepernick yeah. only threw for 375 yards today. So. No, he had over 400, John. Oh, did he? 412? 412 or so. 34 points, 400 yards, you know. It's too bad he was gone by the time the Vikings drafted. They couldn't. Oh, so, I know. Yeah. Couldn't have gotten so Everybody knew it. Everybody oh. knew how good he was going to be. Um, I had the uh, Packers plus four and a half, so those guys fucked me oh. in different ways. So, yeah, I'm not, yeah, they did. Okay. Not a happy guy. You bet on the Packers? See, I, I watched uh, the uh, part of that game, the uh, uh, Packers 49ers, and there was at one point, there was a zone read, like handoff thing, where I swear to God, Kaepernick and Gore just stood there for like nine seconds next to each yeah, other, deciding what they were going to do. The yes, Packers just didn't even, way. they just decided to hold off and wait to see what was going to happen rather than attacking. It was hilarious. I've never seen anything mm-hmm. like it. Look like the play was called dead. We ended up getting like seven yards out of it, of course. Yeah, um, that, that did that did help, you know, salve the open wound that was the Vikings game. Just watching Kaepernick run up and down the field again after you know the Packers spent the entire off season game planning for this game and nothing changed <laughs> at all. Not one thing changed. Aaron Rodgers kept trying to bail him out and bail him out and bail him out. And their defense just failed again and again and again. So that was really fun to watch. Well, isn't that the I Dom would, Capers way of just saying, yeah, yeah. everything will be fine? Yep. You don't need to draft anybody new. Don't need to switch personnel. I get to keep my job. I'm just going to take some night classes at Texas A&M, and it's all going to be good. And it wasn't. And now they get to play the Redskins next week. So have fun with that. <laughs> you know who else sucks as a coach is Jim Schwartz. How is that guy oh still employed? No evil Rand. Rand had to take control of that team. Rand. Yeah, oh, evil. my God. <laughs> that goatee really doesn't help Jim Schwartz at all. No. 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 He said yeah, it would he, help him make look like a make him look like a disciplinarian, and it's it's not yeah, working. Clearly, yeah, 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 no. I mean, I would rather be a Lions fan today because they won, but just barely. That yeah. had to be one of the yeah. most frustrating. Overall, I can't though, even imagine. Are you even happy at the end of that just because of how stupid they played? Yeah, think They're of the number team. of terribly dumb things that they do. I mean, oh, yeah, my God. God. 
We were joking about it during the first half, about all the... Every time the Lions got close to the end zone, it was like, well, the Lions are about to do something Detroit Lions. Yeah. And then they'd drop a field goal snap, or Calvin Johnson would drop the ball going to the ground, or... Chambering around the round to fire right into the left foot. Yeah. And they just <laughs> stopped themselves. I can't I, mean, deci- Jesus. I can't decide which is worse, being a Lions fan or being a, a Bills fan. They lost again on the last play to the Patriots. They've yeah. lost 19 out of 20 to the Patriots. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they played great, and they still lost. And I, There's so many of them that are close, too, yeah. you know? Uh, it's just like a Charlie Brown, Lucy yeah. situation. Absolutely it is. I think it's worse for Detroit, because eventually I think Toronto's going to steal Buffalo's team, yeah. and they'll just... They'll take the pain away. <laughs> but Detroit, they're stuck with them. They're going to have the Lions forever. Well, <laughs> and, you, on, and you're a Detroit Lions fan, and you come out of Ford Field, and oh. you're in Detroit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck me. If you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you come out and you're in Buffalo. You hop so. in your Buick LeSabre, and you, oh, yep. motherfucker, look at that. How do they drive into another Cormac McCarthy novel? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, is there... What are the odds that um, Detroit's decent this year? Low. <laughs> Low. I think this was an uh, this was an outlier. I think. Yeah. You think? Because they had the number three yeah. offense last year. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. They went four and twelve with the number three offense. But they will yeah. always so be say, the Detroit Lions. If it so takes getting a had... if it takes getting a field goal blocked on the last play of the game while they're up three <laughs> for some reason and they're kicking for <laughs> reasons that no one understands, they'll do it. Yeah, that's, that's the true. Lions' that's, way. I think that's why I've, I've kind of been testing out a theory. I, I'm workshopping it. I have, I'm not I quite there these. yet. I'm so popular. Uh, oh, it's not that great. It's Hard not a rock. great one. I think the twin or the Vikings are this year's Vikings are the 2011 Lions. Is it the 11 Lions that were like 10 and six, 11 and five, just out of nowhere? Had a great season. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they got to the wild card. Yeah, yeah, and had one. You know, kind of came out of nowhere, um, and then they went right back into rock bottom the next season, mm-hmm. and, and it was just kind of an aberration. That's the Vikings yeah. this year. They they kind of came out of nowhere last year, and uh, they're just going to go right back to the shitter. And here we are. Yeah, I that makes sense. Um, I think I have asked this before, but I don't remember um, what it was. I haven't been listening to obviously uh, uh, talk radio at all. Were the Rubes real fired up about this year? Do they think it was going to be a playoff? Like, hey, we got 10 last year, we're going to get, get better? Or is it sort no. of known no. throughout the state that we got pretty lucky? You know what? Two, people in, two people in town thought the Vikings were going to be as good or better this year, Jim Suhan and Paul Allen. Okay. That okay. was it. And, that was it. and then Suhan changed his mind after today's games. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give him that much. He changed his yeah. mind. To be fair, well, I will well, say... I, Paul Allen had his that, most con- conservative prediction for the Vikings ever. He only predicted 19 wins this year. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, as, as uh, much shit as I give football fans, I'm actually pretty proud of people for understanding that just inherently that last year was so lucky and that wasn't going to happen again, and we had no business winning 10 games. So, at least a lot of expectations aren't going to be shattered when they suck, as we everybody thinks and feels pretty strongly that they will. You know. My concern is that they're going to do poorly enough where they have they fire Frazier and they bring in the suddenly available Lane Kiffin, recently fired at USC. Oh, no. That's my, that's my concern. No, no, no. That I'm really I'm scared about that. He's a remember he's a hometown guy. Why would you say something? Yeah, like but Ziggy doesn't give a shit about because, hometown because guys, does he? Ha- 
because it could happen. That's why I don't worry about it. Stu, please. He's We're hurting. He doesn't shit about Minnesota. And, I mean, and it's applying to Clarence's theory of Spielman being pure evil. He would hire somebody like Kiffin because he knows he'd have, like, the hammer over Kiffin. Yep. I lo- oh, I like that extra little. <laughs> yeah, wow, oh, what a conspiracy theory! Oh, fuck! Mm-hmm. Quit me. riling yeah. Clarence up. Right in the gold ass. Oh, oh, like like I need to rile Clarence up right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's cold to Newcastle right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's a great theory. I like. I've I've subscribed to the theory that he'll bring back Parcells because Ziggy's a Giants guy, and he I'm sure he just gets that rock hard. Thinking about the '91 Giants and like, oh, '91 Giants, oh, '91 Giants. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be it concerned that he bl- he, I'd be concerned that Ziggy does that. He blow off the whole front office, bring in Parcells to be the GM, and then he and then he Parcells would hire Jim Fossil. That'd be my concern on that. Yeah, oh, but this late Kiffin, Parcells was not a good GM. <laughs> he had to remember no. that. No, Lane Kiffin. Though I know you're joking, but I mean, I hope you're joking. He's not like considered the. Potential anymore, right? Because he's been he's, he's doing shit. Well, they, they, they did. They did lose. They lost to Washington State at USC last night. <laughs> yes, they lost to Wazoo last night. What's that? They lost to Wazoo. They lost to Wazoo's touchdown came on an interception return. They lost ten to seven. <laughs> so Mike Leach is Washington State, whatever they are, only scored three points on offense, and they still get USC. Wazoo the Cougars, is like yeah. Wazoo is like the Indiana of the Pac-12. Yeah, it's going to take Leach a while to turn that thing around, but <laughs> they still won. So, yeah, good luck on that. Oh, my goodness. Well, that... well Lane Kiffin is just nightmare fuel for me. Oh, that yeah. was the most depressing thing ever said on this podcast, and that is a category with a lot of competitors. Yeah, that really, I am terrified of that. I oh. mean, the thing, the Twitter sphere was abuzz with him going to maybe going to Texas because Mac Brown's going to get blown out probably at the end of this year. So yeah, okay. that probably makes that makes more sense. But um, boy, yeah, keep Kiffin away from here, please. I think the Vikings seem to have enough confidence as compared to some of the other terrible teams that they probably will not be like three and thirteen or whatever. I mean, most no. likely they'll be kind of average. Yeah. You got to think that it. In almost any case, Frazier keeps his job for sure, right? I would think. Uh, it's the, I don't know. It's the last year of his deal. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. I think that... Yeah, and if it, if it gets... If I believe the phrase is pear-shaped. If it gets pear-shaped in a hurry, then I think all bets are off. Yeah. It's, a, it's not an easy schedule, just from the looks of things. And it's... Nope. I don't know. So, I just want to be happy again. <laughs> You're never going to be happy. How happy we were so. when they beat the Packers last year? That was fun. Oh, God. Man, that was fun. Was I had so much ever. fun that day. It was. Uh, but, yeah, at least the Packers lost today. So, it's not, not, not everything's bad. Anybody watch the game somewhere they particularly enjoyed watching it? Oh, I did. I watched it with our friend of the uh, podcast, Michael Rand. He uh, was, nice, uh, Jim Schwartz. Yeah, exactly. He was, coming, he was coming back through town. We watched that... Uh, the House of Pizza in downtown St. Cloud. Oh, sure. I've been and there. Everything was $3. The pizza, the wings, the Bloody Marys, and the craft what? beer was all $3. That's a, it was good awesome. That's a great deal. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it was like all the small one-topping pizzas were 3 bucks, and, and there were like there was a wedding expo at the convention center in downtown St. Cloud, so there was a ton of people running around. It looked like spring break or something was going on. But um, oh. yeah, it was, it was a good time. I would recommend that to anybody watching a, wanting to watch a football game in St. Cloud on a Sunday. All right. Um, the takeaway I have from, the the takeaway I have from that is that 
I think I could name any bar in any town in Minnesota. And I, I would say there's a better than average chance Clarence would say, oh, yeah, I've been there. Yep, know it, love it. No. The smaller the town, the better the odds, yeah. I think. Is. I've been to Leroy and or Ostrander. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just sure. the sportsman's there. <laughs> I like they got pickled eggs behind the bar. <laughs> I do like drinking beer in a small town bar. That's, you <laughs> that's, my, that's one of my bugaboos. That's yeah. yeah, not, not even a bugaboo, it's a point of pride. The amazing <laughs> thing is your recall of these bars. Well, when you love something, when you have a passion yeah. for something, John, as I do, mm-hmm. it, uh, it becomes part of you. And bear in mind, John, these aren't like, you know, TGI Fridays, corporate cookie-cutter bars. These are lived-in taverns and sometimes just, just, sometimes just pole barns, basically. <laughs> you know? Those are the best ones. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was in I was in the pickle factory in Nisswa, Minnesota last night. I recommended that yep. one to you. We actually just go there. we actually just stopped by the off sale part, but of course it's attached to the on sale part. And the best sure. thing about it was the entire bar was completely littered with pull tabs everywhere oh, yeah, yeah. on the bar, yeah, on the floor, on the tables, everywhere like a hurricane had gone through. And nobody how many, in the pl- how many iPads? I don't think I saw one. And nobody was making there a move to clean them up. Yeah, there, there were no go. electronic pull tabs. The Viking Stadium made no yep. money in this one last night. Did you uh, Did you see the Wooger in there? You no. Know, I, I, ch- outside chance you'll see the Wooger in there once in a while. Just stopping by? Yep. Yeah. There's, He's got a cabin up there. All right. Anyway, that's hmm. that's our outstate bar portion of the week, but yes. portion of the podcast. Yeah, thanks again for stopping, Joe. At, at St. Cloud? I wasn't coming back till after the game, and I had to get back so we could do this podcast. I mean, on the, on the way up is what I meant. Well, on, on the, the way, way up, up, we had to get to my friend's house. No, no really? excuse. Well, Team yeah, Stu. Friend to have a name? Team Stu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend's yeah. 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 house. There you go. Couldn't, there it is. Couldn't think of the friend's name. There you go. <laughs> Not an excuse. You're right. Oh, we were just going to go up and sit on a lawn somewhere in Nisswa rather than staying at somebody's house. <laughs> the Marth Aller excuse generator. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had this conversation on Twitter too, and Stu has invited us to do the podcast in St. Cloud one week. Yeah, which I've been pushing for I'll, all along, but nobody seems well, very interested. I'll be up in St. Cloud on a Monday and Tuesday night in October, Stu. So if that works out for a guy, we could do one up there. On we the, could probably uh, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Unfor- unfortunately, your 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 relative's uh, bar proposal got turned down, so we won't be able what? to do it there. Yeah, they, they the, denied the liquor license to the pickled loon. The pickled loon got shit canned. Why? Yeah, because one of the four people besides your uh, relative was one of the former owners of that bar, and he did make made no friends in the city council. Oh okay. no! My, um, the here's a McRudy's pub update for the. 17 people who care about it, all of whom listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much our podcast. We <laughs> aggressive number there, Stu. Why don't you slow your roll? <laughs> um, yeah, they turned down their uh, proposal or whatever, to, the application for a liquor license, so the building goes on auction, I think, next month, and it's not <laughs> like somebody's going to move in there at some point, but there's a what lot of work that's got to be done. Fucking well, horse shit. <laughs> fucking that, bar, that, that bar fucking needs so much work. Loving. Jesus Christ, St. Cloud. Burn the whole goddamn city. St. Cloud Mafia can't just get a bar past. The hell. That, that bar is, that is, it is in need of some serious renovation and retooling. It's, it was falling apart towards the end there. If it, if it wasn't serving like, miners, they wouldn't have had any business at all. A little, as, a little asbestos is good for you, though, you know? 
put some hair oh, on your chest. Asbestos would have been a step up, I think. They wish. There's gas in there, for God's sake. <laughs> Just straight up lead. Well, this is horseshit. This is like an. This is the sequel to uh, the Double Deuce to uh, Swayze oh, yeah. and Sam Elliott. They got to step into yeah. that town, clear out the old yeah. boys' club, get the bar. Mm-hmm. Past. Let's go. Uh, is, uh, in, in all seriousness, if that uh, previous owner hadn't been in that group ownership group, I think it would have passed. So it's and it's. I mean, I, I don't have too much inside knowledge, but I think something will go in there because you know they don't like having a bad in storefront in downtown. So something will happen. But I don't know if it'll be anytime soon. So there's your McGrudy stuff update, everybody. Well, we're we're sorry to hear about that. You That's them, okay. Yeah. How about them twins? Yeah, they lost again today. They lost four in a row. <laughs> yes, they managed oh, to not boy. score a run today, but unfortunately <sighs> for the twins, I guess not. Unfortunately, fortunately, once Viking season starts and the twins are bad, pretty much nobody notices that the twins are still playing baseball games. There had to I be saw my guy Albers did well today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all, the way, all, the way, all the way to eighty wins. Yep. Here he comes. Eighty I said major league 60. wins. Sixty. <laughs> oh, That's sorry. very reasonable. <laughs> 60 60 wins. If Andrew Albers gets six major league wins, I'll be pretty surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Fucking stupid. Sixty. Did, did, any, did anyone see any portion? I thought he was like twenty-four. I didn't know he was like thirty-three years oh, old. I don't think that is the problem with Andrew Albers. <laughs> it's not like he had enough 30. time. He's not just 33, he's Canadian 33. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, boy. So the, oh. He had five concussions to that 33. And it's, it's when you start good. working at the fucking paper mill factory when you're seven, <laughs> yeah, that's a hard 33. It's a hard meal to just syrup. Shut up. Do we have anything good to say about the Twins right now? They called up about 50 guys. You know? Did Rochester get bounced from the playoffs or something? Because I yeah, saw they, so called they called up like... They called up- they called up seven Red Wings, so they called up half the damn team. Which, One guy's name is Sharon. Who? Yeah, they, they called up... Uh, a guy named Sharon. They called He's up, probably just like called, one of the host moms or something. Yeah, fair enough. They called up Gene, but they did not call up Hicks, I think, is the nope. main news there. So, Well, Hicks hit about 212 at Rochester, if that, so... Yeah. I, it yeah, doesn't make but, a lot of sense to call him up. It just would have been. No, a, it didn't make a lot of sense to bring him north either. Apparently. So. Yeah. Well, the only thing that bothers me is they seem to. Is they just seem to not like young guys at all. Like the young, really good guys are harder on for some reason. It seems like, and he's another example that they don't like. I don't know. Is it his attitude or something they had a problem with? Wait, we're worried about Aaron Hicks not being treated well because he's too good. No, because he's like supposedly a prospect. I don't know. He just seems to like not like guys like that. Well, he went to AAA and did nothing. It's not nothing. like he proved himself to to come back. They, he did shit. I think he batted below 200 down there. And if that's the reason, that's fine. But if yeah, it's he's got is, attitude problems and they're punishing him, that's where it's like, dude, no, just I think if he, young guys anything, if he had done anything at AAA, he would have been back. Okay. I just saw a random quote here or there that I kind of bugged me, and I know that he's been a dick to, like, Arcia and some of those younger guys as well for being excitable and whatnot. That's true. Yeah, I know that's true. Yep. Did they call up Antoine Richardson or whatever that guy's name is? I don't know, man. I was watching the Vikes. Couldn't care less. I'm trying to. I don't have any idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. He played. He played they center. Call up somebody I'd never heard of. That I. I mean, I like to think I follow the Twins. You know, I'm not fucking Seth Stowe or anything, but I'd like to think I know Shout a out. guy or two. And 
Fuck, they called up some guy I'd never heard of. All right, here I go. I found no, that's Sharon. They I called up a guy named Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. yeah, that guy. Yeah. Eddie Escobar, never... Michael Tonkin, well, I know him. Ed, yep, uh-huh. Mike. Scott Diamond, Gene yep. Parmesan, Eric yep. Fryer, who is a catcher who I've never a heard catcher. of. Catcher, I know him. Yeah. Not a real person. Uh, right-handed pitcher Sharon Martise. Never heard of him. I don't know. Not... Who this guy. Yeah. That was a mistake. It's a typo. He, uh, he hosted... Uh... Twin Cities Live in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Steve, they were married. Yeah. Steve and Sharon. Man, quite yeah. a comeback, Sharon. I have no idea who the hell he is. And no. the other one is Cole DeVries, so well, yeah. looking forward to that, I guess. Cole was injured for most of the year, right? That's true. Yeah. And uh, Diduno and Wilkin Ramirez went on the 60-day DL, so they're done for the year. Forever. Oh. Goodbye forever. Both of you. Best yeah. of luck, don't come Wilkin back. Wilkin Ramirez is one of the weirdest twins cases we ever had. And obviously he had a concussion, so I can't exactly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I criticize him for not playing much this year, but he was a guy who had no pedigree, who made the roster out of spring training and did nothing, and yet all we heard about was how the Twins wanted to get him back all year, it felt like. Yeah, it never made any sense to me. You're right. Good clubhouse guy. He must have been an incredible uni clubhouse dirty. guy. Is he great he, he knows or something how to, like knows how to handle his business. He's a professional. Stand-up guy. Stand-up guy. Um, let me ask you, what are the percentage odds that Terry Ryan gets fired? Zero? Zero. Okay. Zero. No, okay. one. I'll give you one. Okay. Sure, It's there's always a chance of anything happening. What year? What year will it be when the Twins hire a general manager with like crazy statistical knowledge, data, analytical guy? What year? Twenty five, thirty two. Okay. It will. We will no longer use the the calendar structure that we <laughs> use today. It'll be something crazy we've never even fucking heard of. You know, We're going to metric eight, time by then. Yeah, yeah. Kilogram seven year. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you even talking about? Yeah, we won't even know what the hell's going on. Great. Cool. Thanks. It's fucking God, terrible town, news. This town. Jesus Christ. I just, oh. <sighs> what can we, what can what we, we be happy do? about? Is there anything? Uh, are the links any good? You know, I got... Yeah, but- I got a promotional email that said they were selling playoff tickets, so they must oh, be. I, I, they're a playoff I stopped team. listening right after I said the word links. I don't even hear what how I ended the sentence. That's how much I don't care. Um, Gopher football seems to be okay. Yeah, they're two and zero. Yeah, they did fine. They returned they another both games. The, <laughs> the takeaway from last night's game is that the broadcast was on like a hostage video. 
Oh man! <laughs> Did you actually quality the? I have seen. It. There are high school games in every state, not just like Texas. There are high school games in Minnesota that have better production than Fox Sports time. Arizona put on. For New Mexico State, Minnesota last night. Phil Nelson is holding up a new, today's newspaper for proof of life. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> He's produced by Abraham Zapruder at the very end. It was not a professional quality broadcast. But again, it was New Mexico State. And this was the game that uh, when they uh, ran away from North Carolina, this is the game they picked up, right? Yeah, uh, I think they may have it. moved it up rather than picked it up because they played them at home last year too. Okay. It wasn't just okay. a one-off, but that's why they were playing is because North Carolina got bought out. Or too whatever. good, they're too damn good. Oh, yep. that's so. embarrassing. But yeah, it's uh, yeah that was stuff. I guess I don't know. All right, guys, I looked it up. The Minnesota Lynx have the best record in the WNBA. Well, there you go. Twenty-four and we're seven. Don't be in the Western Conference. Hashtag face. So there you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mission Metal. Oh, this is what it's come to. When do the yeah, Wild start training camp, Clarence? It's oh, got to be pretty soon. They're skating already. Uh, their first preseason game is like the 17th of September, so it's got to be pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Butchagross on his uh, Twitter feed has been doing a countdown. I don't know what it's a countdown to, but he's on like 22 or 23 today. So. Hmm. It's not that far away. And that's, no, you know, a couple weeks. 22 days yeah, until we get to see Matt Cook in a wild yep. sweater. Is there any hope at all for the wild franchise? Sure. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Okay. More than any other short-term hope, they have to have the most of. Within the next two years, they have to have the most hope. I, of I think that's true. Uh, okay. Not that it's great, right. not that it's a ton of hope, but. But of I, the four professional franchises, it's got to be... Because I think we'd be excited if the Timberwolves made the playoffs, but we'd be really disappointed if the Wild did not make the playoffs next year. That's true. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> you know, obviously making the playoffs in either the NBA or the NHL isn't exactly something impressive that we should yep, be excited average. about. But it's all we have. So... I'm clinging to it. Yeah. There's all on hope right now. Uh, that, I think, oh, is the best we can do is the Wild. And the NHL playoffs are only fucking seven months away. Well, that's great. Yeah, that's, and the end of the NHL playoffs is only eleven months away. So, <laughs> wait a minute, John. Oh. You were you were John. Yeah, John. You were out of town last night. I was out of who town. Covered, who covered? Who uh, covered Tree Fort for? Yeah, Mr. David Lemake yeah. covered the Tree Fort FC. Did he? Wow. Uh, was he actually uh, objective and? Uh, yeah. Critical? How dare you? <laughs> How can one man carry that much water? How dare you? <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. So much ink. The sad thing is that Clarence is the only person who reads everything I write about soccer. And the only reason he does it because I'm trying to find the only reason he does it is to find something to give me crap. He's probably on the Twitter. smartest fan in the state now because absolutely. Of it. He knows more about the starting line. He's hosting a Saturday, a Saturday afternoon soccer radio program oh, pretty soon. Marthaler's going to shit when one day I write on Randball a uh, Fire Joe Morgan-esque piece of one of Marthaler's soccer-centric. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just go line by line and just tear it apart, even though I don't know jack shit about it. It's all going to be made up, just completely... Invented stuff. You probably could rip apart. You could rip apart Wessel's thing from Friday. You ended up being dead. I don't wrong. have that much time. I don't have. <laughs> my thing was seven thousand words. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
give Dan, yeah, give Dan a credit. Those have been really good. I've actually really enjoyed they were good. Yeah, editing. They've been great. Yeah. Yep. Even if you don't have a, if, you, if your interest in soccer is passing at best, those have been entertaining yep. to read. Yes. Just for just for him ripping on local bars. That's that's really <laughs> <laughs> just taking uh, Brits Pub deep because they're too partial to uh, old. Staffordshire, Wellington, <laughs> Beef, FC. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Heinz <sighs> Baked Field or whatever the hell they're on. I don't know, but yeah. Well, uh, it's but, it's a good thing I can spend all this time on this soccer thing just so the only response I get is Clarence ripping me apart on Twitter, <laughs> even though he doesn't care. Blessed. I'm really, blessed. I'm really using my time well. If you guys will excuse me, I'm going to go lay down and die. <laughs> Schism Gate, yeah, Lago Skate, 2013. Did you? I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw this, Clarence, but one of the guys that Minnesota got rid of over the summer, they they traded him away, and then two weeks later, the team that they traded him to dropped him with no explanation whatsoever. And last week, it came out that the reason that they dropped him because he was in jail in Atlanta because he raped somebody. <laughs> oh, well, oh that's my not god! Good. Really? Really? That's not good. And, you know, nobody knew where he was, nobody had talked to him, and it turned out he was in jail the entire time for like a week. So what, the way I'm reading this is that Lagos knew he was a rapist and let him go. <laughs> knew he was a rapist? On, yep, he knew it. And, <laughs> yep. Uh, that man is a sexual him. predator. We need him on the not clubbing with him. Rather than, uh, not, you know, give him to the authorities, he gave him to the uh, to Carolina. San Antonio what? Carolina. Buckers or whatever they're called. And uh, Yep, that's their name. There. No, that's it, yep. yeah. And, uh... You know, made it somebody else's problem. So I hope that that's that's on Lagos. That's on his conscience now. So. I mean, you got to question the guy's priorities at this point. That's borderline exactly. evil. Yep. <laughs> to pass him off. Oh, no, John, I don't. You just keep making excuses. For the that dangerous area China. of the Research Triangle in North Carolina, <laughs> that Raleigh Durham Carey area. It's just a <laughs> hotbed. United, ex, the Minnesota United excuse generator. <laughs> They didn't. They had another kind of disappointing draw last night. They're not doing so well. It's going to uh, be. They lost. Yeah, Did they they, lose? they tied. But oh, they're right. Oh, wait. A yeah. tie? Oh. I, you're cutting out. Did, I heard tied. Then it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's soccer tie. Yeah. So they're having a disappointing year. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Wow. Hmm. A rare bit of honesty from. Uh... John Marthal over there. That's good this to is hear. weird. Good to hear. Yeah, I'm a lot of a lot of quiet after that. I'm, wow. Yeah, we're 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 running through the sports here, and we're running out of things to be optimistic about. You want to talk Timberwolves, Brandon? Can you make us happy about the Timberwolves? No, Probably fuck not. no. Flip Saunders is going to be a really, really, really terrible thing for this organization. What guaranteed. is going to go wrong for the Timberwolves this year? I mean, what specific things are going to be so bad that cause them to suck? No, I mean, the problem is they're going to be just good enough to let him be a general manager in perpetuity. They're going to be a seven seed forever or an eight seed or just missing whatever and just never get any better than that and squander like what could be. If you were a really, really, really shrewd general manager, um, I think you can make this team really great because they have good pieces in place. Um, but that's not the guy to do it. He sucks. What would well, they- Brandon, the... What the would they do? I kept asking. Oh, go ahead, is, Clint. Uh, I'm sorry, John. Um, what, what gave Taylor the the indication that that Flip was going to be a good general manager? It I, it never sank into me. I've never understood it. 
What? Um, because they play he... golf together, and Flip knows basketball a little bit better than Taylor does, and Taylor doesn't really understand that statistical and analytics are not like a one way to run an organization these days. It's the only way to have success. Um, so because he doesn't know that, and because uh, you know Saunders is part of the uh, old country club gang, um, he seemed to make the most sense. But he's he's still a businessman. He knows enough to say you know find somebody that had been successful in basketball. And it's not like Flip had ever won a championship as a as a head coach or nope. had any any uh, you know any training as a general manager, any experience in a front office. Um, none of the thing. What was he? How did he talk him into that job? It doesn't. You know, I could see him hiring a coach that had won even one championship or, or multiple championships and saying, okay, you've been successful as a coach. We'll try you as a general manager. Or Flip being part of a front office, you know, maybe the assistant general manager somewhere that at a place that had been successful. He'd done none of those things. Nope, nothing. Uh, what, what, I, I, don't, I, I just don't get it. How did Taylor is a successful businessman. How does he not see that? You can't just put Flip in there and hope for the best. I think if you really want to give him as much credit as humanly possible, you would say he made all those phone calls and he got turned down by a lot of people. The number two guy at, you know, a third of the organizations in the league who are really well run maybe said no to him. Sure. And he just doesn't have the trust that he's going to go out and be able to find, like, a, you know, um, a young guy who's going to just, you know, uh, turn the organization around in a crazy way. Um, that's if you want to give him a lot of credit. I honestly don't think that he put that much thought into it at all. It's Flip knows basketball pretty well, okay. uh, hometown guy, whatever. It's the best option we have. I'm not going to take any more risks. He'll at least give us confidence. And, you know, you, there's a lot of owners nowadays um, that seem to be like, you know what, forget this basketball formula of, like, you have to be really, really, really terrible to try to get number one pick. Like, let's just try to be competent and win some games and see what happens. Um, that's what the uh, Wolves are doing. Uh, which is fine. Um, you know, it's it's better than what they've been, and it'll be exciting and a fun year. I'm just whining because they're never going to be amazing. Um, I'll take. I guess I'm just frustrated. I, I would think if you were a businessman, you'd go to the front office of San Antonio, and you know, there's a small market that no free agent would ever truthfully want to go to, but they've still been successful, and you would try to cultivate somebody out of that front office. Find a 26-year-old out of that front office and say, here, like whatever they're doing, come up here, and we will copy that model. Or yep. find their assistant GM. Or what. That's the kind of guy you'd think they'd want instead of some guy that has never been successful, you know, never won a championship anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, Taylor Apologists, um, a.k.a. Jerry Zagoda. Yeah, I was going to um, say, which are narratives for Jerry Zagoda? <laughs> you knew that was coming. Um, would probably say history is littered with number two guys who sucked compared to, you know, like you can't recreate Buford and Popovich and guys like that, like no matter how much you learn from them. Um, you know, again, that's just one way to look at it, and I think it's wrong, but that would be what your, uh, what your apologist would say. So who are the best GMs in, in, in the NBA? Who's the one and two, maybe even three? Um, Sam Presti. Oklahoma City's guy is usually known as the best. Um, Indiana's guy is usually known as. Um, How about uh, the guy there. for Clarence's Nugs is pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, but he just got moved over to Toronto. Oh, okay. 
the Nuggets are so, now um, really bad. You shouldn't you shouldn't be a fan of theirs anymore, Clarence. Oh, Tough. Okay. You can't. Don't. You're not the boss of me. I'll be who you a fan of who it. I want to be. Yeah. Hey man, you're taking nugs know. away from him yep. from his cold dead. No, what else does he have? <laughs> no, but I've been a Nugs fan my whole life. Uh, That's true. That's I true. Just go switch. Uh, where did yeah. this Sam Presti come from? Was he a player? Was he a coach? What? How, oh boy, he was a nerd, wasn't he? Oh boy, um, I think he came out of the Spurs organization, but I actually oh. am making things oh, up at this point. See, see, <laughs> oh, fuck, I didn't even know. <laughs> look at, look at I just want to get in on the uh, Ryland Clarence up thing. I'm making shit up. No, but I think he was uh, like an assistant GM. You know, Sam Hinkle is the guy who's for the 76ers, which is my new team. Um, he was number two at Houston, and Daryl Morey for Houston has always he's been like one of the drivers of analytics and sports. Um, then that's the guy I wanted the Wolves to get for years. So we'll see how they do. But he's already really, really made some shrewd moves. Because, again, I think it's this point, uh, using this uh, hardcore analytics is not um, is not a choice. Like, it's the only way to have any success in basketball. Because everything, um, most everything is measurable. And people who say that it's not measurable, I'll, g- I'll give you, just give one example off the top of my head, would be Jerry Zagoda. Um, <laughs> they are just... Wrong. They just haven't read enough. They just like the same guys in baseball ten years ago said the same thing about baseball, right? What about the guys with uh, heart and guts and all that bullshit? Well, that's Want not like a that's not like an opinion that people have anymore, right? Well, um, you look at it this way: How many division titles have the Twins won since Nick Punto left? Oh boy, touche, touche. Anyway, keep going. Um. So yeah, that's who I wanted as a GM was somebody like that, and. I think I'm probably more bummed about Flip than others because of that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how a guy at 58 years old or whatever is all of a sudden going to recreate himself to be some crazy analytical scouting mind. Um, I, just don't, I just don't see how that happens. All right, here's what I want, Brandon. Before the Timberwolves season starts, I won't yep. put you on the spot right now, but I'd like you to come up with three things that the Timberwolves didn't do that sh- they should have done or three areas they didn't address or three things we know about the Timberwolves that we don't think Flip Saunders is paying enough attention to. Like Kevin Martin's defense is, we know it's terrible, but yep. they should have done this because of this. Three things they should have done because here are what the advanced stats say, here's what we know based on these advanced numbers that the Timberwolves ignored. Because I want okay, to check so, on those throughout the season, just so we can point so out. So we're going to be, we're doing a parallel path GM thing. Yeah, not exactly they should have signed this guy, or they should have not done this, because, you know, obviously it's different situations. Just three things that we know about the Timberwolves that people aren't talking enough about that we know from the numbers that we can look at throughout the year and say, well, we knew the Timberwolves didn't do this because coming into the season we knew these numbers. Okay. And so that we can look at it and say, are those the things that are causing them not to win? Okay. I would, I'd like to track that just because I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, you're going to make me, if I'm going to talk so much shit, I need to back it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, you're going to prove that you're a genius is basically what's going to happen here. If if some of my predictions don't come true, can I still talk shit to Jerry Zagoda? Absolutely. Or do I then have to? I okay, wouldn't thanks. have it any other way. <laughs> then I agree to this. What if they all end up being wrong? Then, then what do we do? Well, you can just... Uh, you respect me like crazy right now, right? I'm one of your sure. heroes. I guess you would just have to go back to me being a regular guy and not a demigod in your mind. I'm not sure I'm ready to, to have that. So many of my heroes have uh, have, you know, have fallen. Fred Smoot, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that I'm ready to, to love and, and lose again, Brandon. No, no, I, I get it. You know, we'll get through this, though. We'll all get through this together. It's kind of what we're here for. All right. All right. Sometimes you got to take a leap. Been there before. We'll we'll see. No, I, All right. I can I can hear the pain in that in that long sigh. I, I trust you. I'm doing the trust fall right now. I'm crossing my arms and You've falling back. Some life. I was trying to think of a parallel thing we could do with Clarence in the wild, but I I get the sense that Clarence is not a big advanced numbers guy in hockey. I'm not going to be doing advanced anything, John. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can wish in one hand. Um, does anybody want to bore our listeners by talking about fantasy football? No, no, God, really. no. I do no, have, really. um, I do have um, a question. I do have an update. You know, we're um, we need to look at back to the Vikings for a second. Yeah. Um, we need to try to start planning for our quarterback for 2014. More importantly, so, we need to start planning the hashtag that we're going to use on Twitter. Yeah, we'll tank get to that Teddy. as well. I, yeah. Yeah, I love the tank. Teddy, Somebody did tank for Teddy. Yeah, that was John yeah, McCullough, whose Twitter handle I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. Thanks, I thought John. that was great. Tank for Thank Teddy. You, I'm going, yeah, yep. let's run with that. Yep, I think or that. what do you guys think? Fantastic, because he's my number one guy that we need to watch right now. Um, At it's John MCCU. The Vikings get them, but um, there's four quarterbacks that, that are on our watch list. Um, first one, Teddy Bridgewater uh, kicked ass uh, last game. He was 23 for 32, threw for 397 yards, four touchdowns. Dude's amazing. Uh, kicked the shit out of Eastern Kentucky. And we all know how good Eastern Kentucky is, right? You can't sleep on Eastern Kentucky. No. Shit, no. Um, so Teddy, still number one in our hearts. Tank for Teddy. Uh, number two right now is Brett Hundley. Uh, he is a UCLA Bruins quarterback. Uh, also did really well last game. Uh, 22 for 33, 275 yards, two two touchdowns, no picks. Supposed to have a hell of an arm, which is uh, which is good. Which would be nice. Um, yeah. Our third guy, his name is oh my god, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's either Stefan or Stephen uh, Morris. He's the senior for Miami. Um, Stephen Morris, I think. Stephen yeah, I Morris. Him yesterday, Brandon. He played like shit. Yep, a poop. He went a cool 12 for 25 with an interception. Yeah. Uh, yep, oh, yeah. there's the guy we're getting. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to end up with Stephen Morris next year. Oh, some guy that did shitty in the ACC. Boy, yeah. boy, how has that worked out for us? Yeah, um, I don't really know what to tell you. He's um, pretty good, I guess. Pretty good, usually, except yesterday. No. No. And then uh, um, our second tank for, would be tank for Taj. And he's the uh, the Clemson quarterback, Taj Boyd. Yep, uh, had a pretty good game last night. Fourteen for twenty three, one hundred seventy yards. Um, not great, but um, I think these are the four that are going to be in the first round as of now. Are, of these four, Brandon, how many of them are in the traditional quarterback mold, and how many of them are in the you know new wet hot uh, read option type of mode? Um, I could not tell you. I have no damn oh, idea okay. what these guys are going to well, be like in Oregon's, the pros. Oregon's got the big quarterback, uh, Marion Barber, or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, it's Marcus Mariota? Yeah. yeah. He's a crazy him. runner, and he could be good as yeah. well. I just have no idea. Um, he's not I on can't my board play right Michigan, now. Michigan's quarterback, where's the number 98? Just because the Big Ten is just, I 
what's wrong with the Big Ten. He wears it out of tribute to some guy I'd never heard of. I, they were talking. Yeah, some guy um, was oh, an All-American in 1904 or something like that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, those are our four guys we need to watch. Uh, I know that there was a bunch of dudes on Twitter today talking about, like, what are what are options? So we'll update throughout the year of the guys that are potential for the Vikings. Right. Well, my in, in my contention all along for a few years now has been fine. Uh, I've said get rid of Ponder you know, since they got him. I, I yep. haven't liked him. But my other, the flip side of that coin is I don't want Spielman making the decision on who Ponder's replacement is. Um, when the draft comes along or when they go to free agency to find a new quarterback, I want uh, Spielman, like take him on a you know, fishing trip or something. To fucking trick like him. a Godfather fishing trip? No, something. Good God, Clarence. Yeah. Uh, advocating well, murder? It's a little dark. No, literal fishing trip. Not oh, 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 with uh, fishing poles. Keep, yeah. And keep bait him, and shit. Uh, okay, okay. Keep him occupied or something. And then when he comes back to the office, be like, oh, and by the way, uh, we got, you know, I don't fucking Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. What? The draft was this week? Yeah, yeah, sorry. To Amazing. Oh, You're so stupid. Fuck. Yeah. So I so, thought your issue with Spielman was that he was stubborn, not that he w- didn't understand talent. Well, I think that uh, he, when it comes to, it might just be his blind spot. I think that he's horseshit anyways, but especially uh, evaluating quarterback talent and defensive back talent. Um, and I'm not giving him Harry Smith. I love Harry Smith. Um, guy's awesome. But when you draft every single draft-eligible Notre Dame player. I'm not giving you credit when one of the 40 Notre Dame players you draft uh, you know, pans out. Him and Rudolph. Fair. That's, that's fair. That's great. But you draft all of them, it doesn't mean that, oh, you're some sort of golden god because you picked, because one of them fucking made it. So, um, every quarterback he's ever laid eyes on is just shit to bed. Um, I'm not going to do cartwheels because he drafted Blair fucking Walsh. Yeah, that's, that's great. Good, good job, Spillman. That was kind of our number one win for the day, Clarence. Yeah, well, that's great, but uh, he drafted a kicker in the seventh round or whatever. It was good for him. Um, what a leg! He doesn't get to. Uh, he doesn't get to pick a quarterback. That's it. He doesn't get to. That's the, he. He lost that right. If he gets to keep his job, which I think he shouldn't, but if he does, uh, he doesn't get to pick the quarterback. That's the deal. I'd I'd strike. Find somebody else to pick. We have a long ways to go, but. Um, if I'm going to do a sportive GM challenge for the Wolves, I need Clarence to do a GM challenge for the Vikings in, in 2014. In April or whatever, when the draft is, that's yep. fine. I will I will commit to do something that hopefully you will forget about you know, <laughs> nine months or whatever. I'm fine with that. And when you bring it up, I will deny that I ever uh, I ever, ever agreed with it. Yeah, and so if the podcast I, is still going in nine months, I'll be impressed yes, by that. I will agree to that, Brandon. That is a low-risk thing to agree to. I got it. I got it. You're right. Yes. Um, okay, and then looking forward to next week, uh, it's uh, in Chicago. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Yep. I saw that the lines came out today. Uh, the Vikings are six-and-a-half-point underdogs. <sighs> That's Feels... a fairly large line, isn't it? It, not they really. Beat very, they beat a very good Cincinnati team today. So yeah. I think it's, and again, I, I'm on record as saying this is one of those weird Chicago teams that's going to win 12 games for no real reason other than yeah. that's what the Bears do every four years. Somehow every Jim Miller years, will come back and win 13 games. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll run 15 
kick returns back this season yep. for touchdowns. And just yep. it's just, that's what they do. It's the Bears. That's just, you know, yep. They're not going to win anything. They're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. They might even get a bye week, but they'll lose. They're not good, but they're going to win 12 games. If you want, uh, if you're just begging for some optimism, if the Vikings can shut down the number one receiver, Marshall, like they did this week, that probably bodes well for the Vikings because yeah. the Bears don't have as many threats. Matt Forte uh, isn't great. Um, he's okay, but I don't think he's going to kill you. And then, you know, their other secondary guys aren't very good either. Um, I mean, they're obviously going to lose by, like, 28 points, but if you want to be a believer, there you go. That would be my advice. We should probably mention our predictions for the Viking season that we made last week. Clarence had us all do this on Twitter, and I think Clarence and I both landed on five and eleven. Stu picked six mm-hmm. and ten, and Brandon picked seven and eleven I, or seven and I nine. Picked I eight and eight. Oh, you picked eight and eight. What did you pick, Brandon? Yeah, I think seven I said nine. seven and nine. That's right. I got to say, Clarence yeah. and I are looking pretty good today. Yeah. Yep. Go- I like sport. it. Before you guys, yeah, we should quick go through the Super Bowl picks. I don't even remember who I picked. <laughs> I I can tell you I picked Denver. I picked uh, uh what was it? What were the other two categories? Surprise team. Uh, you know, surprise surprise, surprise team was one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had Washington as a surprise team, and I no Washington was my bed shitter. Uh-huh. And yes, uh, uh, surprise team. God, it was it the Bengals? I think it was the Bengals. Huh? Weren't they playoff team last year? Yeah, you can't yeah. have a surprise team that everybody else is picking. Then I there get the no 49ers. There were no rules. No, there's. I just invented the rules. You've got to pick a different <laughs> oh, team. Right. So i got to change it up. Okay, let's go with the Dolphins then. <laughs> I like that. I like, yeah. It's good. I think I picked the Lions as my surprise team because you told me I couldn't have Pittsburgh. So You picked Pittsburgh, who the last time they were out <laughs> of the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was still in college. Weren't they 8-8 and eight last year? Yeah, they were a fluky eight and eight last year, Mark. Well, so no, they scored two points today, so that's looking pretty good. That, yeah. Did you see how they scored the two points? Yeah, the, the most ridiculous two points in NFL history. Yeah, nice rule. Wow. Yep. And uh, Brandon and I picked the kitty cats. Oh yeah. <laughs> Please never do that again. <laughs> every week. John, every single week. The problem is oh, the listeners can't, can't see you doing the claw as you're going. I, you know what? I tried to just do the voice and I couldn't do it. I have to do the claw when I do the meow. Uh, try it. At, try it at home. You cannot possibly do a cat sound without doing the claw. Yeah, we'll give you a second. Just go ahead and try it, listeners. <laughs> that was perfect. The dog did. Uh, Sophie is trying to literally just walked, just walked in the room and did that. No way. Just stepped on her paw. The <laughs> official dog of the sporting. Sophie, Brandon, and I are all kitty cat fans. Yeah. Awesome. So you guys so picked them the as your surprise team. team, not your Super Bowl team, right? No, surprise team. Yeah. Who'd I'm you guys pick for the Super Bowl? I Indy. picked Seattle. I think I had Indianapolis winning the Super Bowl. Cause You're out of your mind. Indianapolis or Seattle is out of our mind. I think that you're out of your mind for thinking Indianapolis is any good. I think they're barely even average. That's fair enough. Um, I love Andrew Luck, shitty, though, man. They're, they have a, one of the best quarterbacks in the game in a shitty conference, and, and I, that's, you know, I can go that's into true. it deeper than that, but that's about as deep as a person needs to go. In the AFC, you're, it's not a very deep puddle to begin with. Um, no, it's All brutal. you need is a good quarterback to, to elevate you, and you sneak into the playoffs with a good quarterback, Anything that can happen. And then you, you can see in the playoffs with an okay quarterback. I mean, 
Uh, Flacco obviously is not amazing by any means. Yeah, no. and their defense. Roethlisberger you know, is just okay. Yeah, so once the Super Bowl happens, then anything can happen. So I'm going with the uh, with Indy. All right. It. Well, they're my bed shitter, and I feel good about it. And I don't know who I went for for Super Bowl champ, but maybe I'll say Seattle. I like them. Hey, that's who I picked. They'll get Percy back. I told Percy. Oh, we what? I watched Russell Wilson throw the ball around today. God, that makes me sad. Another quarterback that fucking Vikings could have had. And, uh, yeah, he's on other team. So. <laughs> the love we lost. Even though he's from Wisconsin, and I would have got, given him nothing but shit if they had picked him. <laughs> and I would not be a fan. No, so I'm a fraud. Yeah, totally I know I'm a fraud, but it uh, doesn't mean I can't complain about them not picking him. That's half the reason we started this, was a pl- an outlet for us to complain about shit for no reason. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, I'm in the basement doing that anyways. Might as well just press record. Yeah. Certainly not to get popular. <laughs> no. If nope. it was, it sure ain't working. No, we'd be the worst. <laughs> Yep. But thanks to the 12 people who are still going right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, everything stinks and nothing's ever going to be good again. There's I think no that... hope unless you like the links. Yeah. And if you like Ugh. the links, let us know. We'll have you on the podcast. You can tell us all about it. And, again, the kicker was pretty good today. You yeah. Know? So... That was a heck of a kick by Blair Walsh. We, got God, a good we can kick draft back. kickers. Motherfucker, can we draft some kickers? Who's the last yeah, kicker the rules we drafted? A little bit. If, it, if it became an only kicking league, you know, look out. Maybe a soccer league? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Um, okay, that's that's it. That's it for me. That's all I got, too. We have some yeah. good Ask Sportive questions that we'll get to next week and a few other things, but uh, this week was mostly just football. Yeah, this was planned very yep. poorly. We we tried to do on Thursday after the Randball Internet Friends Fantasy Football League draft, but that went too late, and the waitress at Legends gave us the entire runaround. It was basically, they've had easier time passing bills in the House of Representatives in the United States Congress than we did getting our bill <laughs> at Legends. Oh, my Thursday. God, you've never seen anything like it. Oh, it was, she, and she was scrapping. I love waitresses. And she, I, I mean, I'm not I love on her. She just had a hell of a time. Yeah, she God bless really her. She was, tried, uh, but she was scrapping. She looked like Tatum O'Neill, and uh, God damn it, she was just having a hard, a hard night at it. And uh, so you know, sometimes you just have a bad night, Tatum. I, you know, we understand. She woke up the next day and went right back at it, and shoulder to the wheel, nose to the grindstone. Um, Yep, she's the Mike Pelfrey of waitresses. <laughs> yes, yep. yep. She just didn't have it that night, guys. Um, she yep. Everything's well. a struggle. <laughs> yeah, but she stood there. She stood there and took it after the game, and uh, yeah, we're just you know she, she's a pro on there, and just you know good in the clubhouse. She's called up too. Maybe maybe her name's Sharon. Was it Sharon? <laughs> it may well have been. Although if she was Sharon, that's, she'd that's be fifty-seven years old. So. <laughs> Nobody named Sharon is under the age of 50. so. Well, except for the Twins guy. Come on. Yeah, other than that guy. Even if he has an eye in there, that's a different thing entirely. Oh, all right. Not to me. So, yeah, although it should be said that that podcast was not any better planned than this one has been. So we do our best. We're keeping the quality high for you, the listener. Yeah. I I think the venting helped. Yeah. So anyway, no, help. Did, didn't help at all. Uh, <laughs> not in any way. Clarence no. is still angry. Right. Thanks well, for listening. Time, then. We're I'm assuming you're angry, angry too. Than so I, when we started, uh, I'm actually somehow about twice as angry as I was. Tank uh, for Teddy. Yep. Tank for Teddy.
Are we doing number four or the word four? Number, number four. Number four? Wait, Hank, number don't four. numbers cut off the hashtag? I think they do, don't they? No, numbers. I think that's just they punctuation. Don't. No, they don't. Oh. Well, you guys are the Twitter experts, so I'll, I'll defer. Yeah. Yep, there's nobody better than me. I'm very right. good at Twitter. So at least we got that. At least we got the hashtag. Thanks for listening. Um, this weekend is the Grand Drunk Railroad, the Twins Daily Grand Drunk Railroad, so that should be good. We're hoping to get Parker Hageman on to explain how it went down afterwards. So Excellent. that ought to be fun, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, go Gophers. All right. Be good, everybody. Be good or good at it. See ya. Stay positive. <laughs>